Is it time to buy an AR rifle? If you're buying an AR rifle in Central Florida, get the highest quality for the best price when you buy direct from the manufacturer. That's what you get when you buy an arms room AR rifle or AR pistol. Made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to have their lives depend on the rifle in their hands. The arms room AR rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Now's the time to shop the arms room today and get great prices on everything in stock. Check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, arms room AR rifles, and AR pistols. The arms room is a full-service gun store and always has new and pre-owned guns on sale as well as the largest selection of Liberty safes in Central Florida. The arms room on East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway in beautiful downtown Bithlow. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. or always open online at armsroom.com. Get your arms room AR rifle or AR pistol today. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Here's your News Radio 1025 exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Mainly clear for your Sunday night. Lows will be 72 to 76. For Monday, sunny to partly cloudy. It'll be another hot one with highs 92 to 96. And only one or two spots will see an afternoon thunderstorm. Monday night, mostly clear. Lows 72 to 76. Tuesday, sun and building clouds. And most places see an afternoon thunderstorm. Highs 90 to 94. News, weather, and traffic every 10 minutes in the morning. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait. News Radio 1025 WFLN. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Uh, how are you? How is everybody doing today out there in Radio Land? Are we having a good day? Is everybody having a good day so far? So far, so good. No, uh, no catastrophes unless, of course, you're driving on the interstate between us and work. And <laughs> then that's when you're going to get it uh, every time we go on the air. It seems like. Hey, on my left. On my left. Yeah, no, I'm waiting to see Earl's look on his face. <laughs> on my right, the right-hand man, the great, great. Great, 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 great grandson, a Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, I was ready. I oh. just, I'm, I'm <laughs> amazed at the uh, images I'm seeing on our Facebook Live post. It's you. It's, yeah, I, we, we kind of kind of turned it off there. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's in a new angle. Somebody else placed it like that in the studio. I think we're gonna have to move it back. It's a, it's it's a, it's, it's camera straight in my face, and uh, it's not about me. It's about the about the group. It's about the team. So I want to move the camera around and be able to get all of us. I think Rocky Balboa said that about uh, you know Sylvester Stallone said that about the Rocky Balboa movies. He goes, they asked him if he's gonna do another one. I said, well, I, I don't think I can. I don't know if I can get the ensemble back together. And they went, it's about you. I said, no, no, it's an ensemble. 
I mean, look at it. It's an, ense- it's an ensemble piece. Yeah. I, I can't. What, are you going to walk around? I'm going to go, yo, Adrian, and there's no Adrian? They won't work. <laughs> exactly. Hey, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> yo, Adrian. I did it. So we, uh, we we would normally introduce our other sidekick here at this point, um, uh, Mr. Uh, well, Mr. Alec. Call him Alex. Yes, Alex. Mr. Alec. He's not here. We, you know, he had a song. We changed his song a while ago. Yeah, uh, it's a good song, but he's not here. Are we, do we do we give him the tribute? Do we? What do we do? How do we do this? You know, let's is, take a vote. Let's figure this out. He's moved on. He's he's he's, gr- moved he's grown past us. Well, you know, he still has the opium invite, and we, you know, we light him. We want him back, and if he ever comes in and says hello, I think I think at that point we introduce him. Yeah. I think when he's not here, we just we just keep going. I we, think we, so too. We skip I think we're gonna have to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to find that for somebody else. Just, just you know? one 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 chorus. That's it. Yeah, yeah. We just have to find that for someone else. I guess we'll we'll take care of that. Uh, well, well, gentlemen, thank you for joining us back here. Uh, hey, Earl, how can the good folks out there in radio listener land, besides the old uh, the the Facebook live feed, which we're we're having some technical difficulties with, how can they get a hold of us? We have several different ways. They can give us a call here directly live into the Keltec Studios, 855-545-1025. That's 855-545-1025. They can send us uh, an email, radio at armsroom.com. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can send us a tweet on Twitter at armsroomradio. About it. Let's yeah. run. Let's yeah. run write us a letter. And, you know, I mean, that's about it. And it's all on uh, armsroomradio.com. There you go, armsroomradio.com. I had a, a meeting this morning with our uh, web developer extraordinaire, and uh, we should be getting a face look on the old armsroom radio page coming up in the I mean, sometime in the next month. Nice. We're gonna, nice. we're gonna have a you know fully interactive uh, radio experience with stories and downloads do, and you know unicorns and all we, sorts of great stuff. Do we need new headshots? Yes. Oh, yes, uh, we uh, we need some new headshots. We need some new body shots too, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know how many body shots I've taken? Yeah. I still got bruised ribs. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to know more body shots. Yeah, it's it's not your body shots. It's the body shots people are doing off you that I'm worried about. That's 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 kind of weird. That's like not good. Have you ever seen this image? This is Charlton Heston's gun vault. Oh, you, good. Because the people that. on the radio see that. Yeah, yeah. that's Charlton. Well, <laughs> Earl can put it up. I had, a, I had a client the other day came in and Kevin's was, are a sudden playing for ask, TV here, asking, uh-huh. asking uh-huh. me questions. Look up Charlton Heston's gun vault. That's all this guy. Y'all gonna look up? And and he was asking me. He said, "So you you have you have firearms? Yes. You have a collection? Yes. What's it look like?" So I pulled up this picture and I said, "Sort of like this, but bigger." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Those are very nice couches." And I'm like, "Wow, really? Yeah. That's that's that was what you noticed? That's <laughs> yeah. It's everything in the world in that gun vault." Except me. And another method of uh, contact right now, I forgot to mention earlier, they can send us a text that we can read it live direct here. Just That's te- right. Text 23680. Now, does the texting work if the video's not working? Do we still get to see that? Yes. Okay, yeah, we do. I'm getting, two, getting, uh, I'm getting north-south head nods here, so we're good. Okay. Two separate things. Uh, I, I'm I'm not nodding. I'm just looking. No, yeah, no, no, no. We, no, we, we heard, we heard the you? rattle. Wasn't you? Wasn't you? Easy. Uh, we got a we got a good show planned for you today. We have some uh, some interesting topics. We're gonna we're gonna give you an update on our famous police administrator, our favorite one, <laughs> our favorite she, one. She's top of the list on the wall of Cuckoo, isn't it? She is top of the lists on uh, on a lot of walls, you okay. know, and, and, uh, and that's that's definitely one of them. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about the uh, 
her current situation. Uh, we have we have Lieutenant Bill on today. He'll be on a little bit later in the program. He's Lieutenant got a, Bill. He's got another another interesting story for us. Uh, we have we have some news out of Texas. We have some some news about a grandma. We'll give you some grandma news and uh, how she's getting the, uh, the 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 royal heave ho. And uh, we're also going to talk to you about some stuff going on around the military, uh, for the former military, current military. And, uh, you know, I've got one story. I've been holding it for a couple of weeks. I think it may be time to do it. Uh, you know, what to what to talk to doctors about or what how, how doctors how talk to, to you about guns. Yeah, yeah how to respond. Um, and, and, and something happened to me this week that I think I may want to touch on with – I had a conversation with a doctor this, this week. This is the one you, you spoke to me about yesterday. Yes, yeah, yeah, and you know we got we got we got, we got a minute or two. We can do this. Uh, I had a conversation with the doctor, and he brought up and once he learned I was military and I'd been deployed, he wanted to know about PTSD. And and my because he'd never heard of it before. No, he he knew about it, but it was my my my, my feeling on it was, uh, you know, immediately like, why do you want to know? You know, what what what's what the are you re- writing a book? Yeah, what's the reason? What's what's going on here? I've, I've walked in, I've sat down, you've checked well, my knee for reflexes, and now you want to know if I have PTSD. He was asking you about your sleep cycle, right? Yeah, 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 and 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 it. Uh, and I have could... some peculiar, I have some peculiar issues uh, with my sleep cycle that I'm sure many, many, or most veterans uh, have issues with, and it's you know it's 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 fairly simple. You know, your whole life you get up at uh, 4:30 in the morning to uh, to go to work. Guess what? When you retire, guess what time you're getting up in the morning? 4:35 maybe. You get to sleep in a couple yeah, minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm same thing, just not. Not to the extent, and that's just being an adult. Yeah, yeah. Your body, you you uh, you get into certain rhythms, certain patterns, and, and that's what you do. You know, let's talk about uh, what you drink in the morning and what time you uh, you uh, you get rid of whatever you drink. That <laughs> that all happens on a regular schedule. That's just your creatures of we're creatures of habit. So, so we will touch on that, Kevin. Um, a little bit of the doctors and PTSD questions. I, I do want to maybe we get Doctor John on. We perhaps we can call Doctor John and talk to him about it. Oh, he'll and, tell you exactly what. To tell a doctor, yeah, yeah, they yeah. ask that question. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so anyway, we got a great show coming up for you today. We're uh, we're going to talk about some uh, some really cool topics. We've got, uh, like I said, Lieutenant Bill coming on, and we we have a couple events coming up soon too. We're going to be talking to you about some uh, what's that what's that one event, Earl? We got that's coming up. Yeah, machine gun shoot. Oh yeah. Two weeks out from the machine gun shoot. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. shotgun not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds plus one in the chamber and in the one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete innovation performance Keltech. see more at keltechweapons.com Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. 
With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the off. Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the kel Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Hey, we uh, we I think we got the we got the little video feature here fixed. So uh, if you'll check that out on the old what's what's the what's the Facebook page there? Or where do we go to? It's uh, Facebook. Facebook.com slash armsroomradio. 
Facebook.com slash arms room radio, and you can you could see what we're doing, hopefully. Uh, we're still working the kinks out. You know, we've got so I think we had some audio issues we learned from last week. Uh, yeah, you know, whether we played you're, music that we didn't, and not us. Talking. Yeah, listen, if we're playing music, you, you'll see Kevin and I on the turntables, just you know, scratching them out. You know, we'll, we are we are old school DJs like that. Kevin, they actually they call him uh, he's a Grandmaster K, and there's only one K in that Grandmaster. But, he's but a, he's you a, understand that that I'm using 78s, yeah. right? It's 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 78s. It's old old it's, school. It's, it's old. Uh, old. It's very really old. Uh, hey, uh, you know, one story I did want to I want to hit up real quick before we get to, too deep into the rest of the, the the big topics is in Texas. This is a, this couple weeks old. We you know we always talk to you about open carry. Florida has some uh, open carry legislation that got uh, killed by that uh, Diaz De La Portilla. De La Portilla. Thank you, Earl. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, he let it. He let it yeah, let it die. Of, let, let it die let, of let, lack of attention. Let it die, and he. He, he himself, he's a, the first, uh, excuse me, the only person that was involved in this whole process that that could have brought this to the floor, the Senate floor, so Florida could get uh, open carry and then campus carry. Now, again, remember, when we talk about campus carry, we don't mean, hey, everybody, here's a gun. Go over the, up there. This meant yeah, everybody. They don't issue you the firearms as part of the. It's part of the curriculum. Yeah. yeah. Although with some of the fees they cost, they charge. They, they probably ought they, to. They ought to, yeah. Yeah. The. Either so you could defend yourself from more fees, and we could, you could be carrying them, the guns the way you're supposed to, the way you're supposed to carry them legally, or the guns that you carry are 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 only when you have a concealed weapons permit. That's where it is. Right. You have it, to have a concealed weapons permit in order to carry on. Right. Weapons. There's no imaginary line, like Earl says. There's no imaginary line. Well, they have to pretend there's an imaginary line, right? Yeah. When you when you want to go campus carry, mm-hmm. you can't on the college. So you have to, oh, there's an imaginary line. This sidewalk here now begins the college campus. I have to not carry my weapon anymore I, than I, I'm legally I, allowed to carry. I thought it was a purple painted on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Pur- yeah. Purple, purple painted on, on it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but the campus carry bill would have allowed those people that have the ability to carry everywhere else to carry on campus. So this is like we talked about last week. Texas has it. Go ahead. So you don't have to give up your Second Amendment rights just because you want to further your education. Or or, or you're a, a supplier. You're going on there to deliver something or pick something. You know, you're you're making book deliveries or mm-hmm. you 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 mow the grass. You know, whatever it is you're there for. Have have legal business right on right. campus. You're a professor. But the way, of course, the the opposition, oh, you know, the general media portrays this is uh, kids on campus with guns. Oh, of course, Todd, well, you know. toddler militia. Yeah, exactly. They make they make it sound like there's there's 14 year old skateboard rats running around with the uh, you know with with the Saturday night special. You know how hard it is to mount a pendel on a skateboard. Well, if you get it perfectly balanced right, it's actually it's kind of like a sail. You know, it works. But but yeah, it's very difficult. It's, it's, use a longboard. Makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I hate riding a longboard. <laughs> Because then I gotta carry it all the way back yeah, to the top is, of the hill. You know? wah, wah, we don't drive wah. the cars we used to, Kevin, where you could just put those surfboards in the trunk. I remember those days. Three surfboards in the trunk. <laughs> and then and it's still closed. It's still closed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It wasn't sticking out or anything. I had a porter's bike I used to hook mine onto and just push it back. Well, there you go. And and uh the other thing that Diaz Diaz de la Portilla, I think if I'm uh, that's correct, he killed was open carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, open carry being the carrying of your firearm, firearm without it having to be concealed. It's it's really it's not it's not a matter of I'm going to 
uh, go out and carry this gun open carry, it's, 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 I like to look at it from more of the angle of, oh, I don't have to conceal it anymore. I don't have to be uncomfortable. I don't have to have it strapped against the, you know, my skin and giving give me a rash and the holster grinding. And is this leather or is this suede on, on the, uh, the UC carry? You get to carry a standard security retention holster mm-hmm. and, it, and it'd be exposed. So strap it to your belt outside the waistband. Yeah. Much more comfortable. Yeah. No more. Uh, perhaps I do want to wear a shirt tucked in every once in a while instead of having to look like a, a baggy shirt. Well, you, you, uh, you can get away with that now. <laughs> you, 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 you know, you're down a little few pounds. You can, yeah, from, you I'm can from tuck your shirt in. Back down to 185. So. Of, Radio, 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 radio and sex appeal. Even engineering heard was heard yeah. laughing in the background of that that's one. That's the audience. That's the studio audience over there, you know, chatting away for some reason. But uh, they can see you from here. Hey, they know it. They know a good joke when they hear <laughs> one. Right. Um, and I bring up, I bring up the concealed carry and the open carry because we had, uh, excuse me, concealed to carry, campus carry, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what it would have been in Florida. It would have been campus carry if you have a concealed weapons permit right. on the campus. This wasn't. Johnny, get your gun and come on to class. Yeah. You know, because Florida wanted to know that you had some sort of training, you'd been through a background check, and that way, if you have it carry a concealed weapon on campus because you have a concealed firearms license, they know you've, you've been checked out before. Mm-hmm. Although the implication is, if you have a gun and you're properly carrying it, that you came upon that gun legally. Because I'll tell you, this is the art. This is the argument we hear the most when we bring up open carry. Well, if you have open carry, criminals could just carry their guns openly. It's not doesn't work like that. You know, they're not they're not going they're not hiding guns under the seats, uh, you know, the couch that they're sitting in when you raid the drug house. They're not they're not you know the ones that they normally have tucked in their waistband if they're going to go rob a, a liquor store. They're not now going to wear it in a holster outside the waistband, going well now that it's open carry, I can le- I can legally open carry my illegal firearm. That's not what you get. You get people that are responsible gun owners that have had background checks either through concealed weapons permit training or or through you know the previous uh, jobs, security officers, law enforcement, the ones that qualify for the training exemptions. Mm-hmm. It's there's no bad guys strapping guns on in open carry states because now you could you could carry an illegal firearm. It's not an openly. amnesty. Yeah, yeah. It's not an amnesty. It said okay, just because you're a convicted felon, you get you you don't have to be not in possession anymore. The other big thing that you get with open carry is. Now everybody knows, everybody knows, hey, you know what? That guy's pre- prepared to defend himself and his family. That's not a guy I probably want to come up behind at the ATM and say, give me all your money. It, it might also be a guy you're going to have a hard time walking up behind because he might have had a little training and and know about situational awareness. Well, this just happened in Texas. Uh, we always give you the stats. We tell you that there were three instances we knew of crimes involving open carriers and that's statistics have been kept over the last 10 years when open carry started to become more prevalent in the united states and there's 45 states that legally have some sort of open carry and i'm not talking about the limited when you're fishing or hunting kind of thing for for florida i'm talking about open carry we always tell you there was three instances of crime that would have been one where the guy tried to get his gun taken from him Incidents of crime against yeah the open people that carrier. were open carrying yes yep, yep. one was somebody tried to take his gun from him mm-hmm. steal the gun mm-hmm. and uh, he was able to maneuver the gun and reduce his re- weapons retention skills in such a way and brought the gun to bear against the bad guy and then the bad guy was no more and then the other two were people with crappy nylon holsters I can only imagine and we do have a saying it's friends don't let friends wear nylon yeah don't you know wear nylon holsters listen you may be back in the day when that's all there was. 
That was, uh, that was the 80s. Yeah, because you had a, you know you could, your choices were a twenty dollar nylon holster or a seven hundred and forty dollar uh, leather holster. <laughs> so so you had to make a choice, or you had to go old uh, old Magnum PI, tuck it in the uh, in, in in the shorts behind you. Well, then there were two others where they they lost them, like we said, they just came out of the nylon holsters, and those guns were they, those weren't violence against. It was guys that lost their guns, and they ended up being reported stolen. More as a simple theft. You know, he, yeah. He, be, he bent over to look at something on the bottom right. shelf and exposed it, and somebody snatched it and ran. Right. But in, in the spirit of openness, we wanted everybody to know. We don't want those things to come up later. So those are the three. Well, now here's the fourth one. Here's one out of Texas. Uh, a would-be robber was flown by air ambulance after being shot by his intended victim. Uh, the, the Houston woman, a holder of a concealed handgun license, pulled her gun after being threatened and shot her attacker in the left shoulder. Now, this woman had open carry of a firearm. Now, this was the evening hours. She was at a gas station, mm-hmm. and she had a, and we saw some pictures of it. She had a black gun, Glock, and it looked like it was either a 17 or 22. It looked like a full size. Mm-hmm. And it was she was wearing black pants, and she had a dark-colored shirt on. And in the evening hours there at the gas station, depending on the lighting and which way she's facing, this gentleman may not have even seen that she had the open carry. It blended in. Right. But let's say, let's say he did. Well, a black gun's very slimming. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. They are. Especially the, the Glock 30S. It's yeah. a very yeah. slimming gun. Yeah, because it makes everything look small in comparison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so she, you know what? You know, I'm going to give you the story in full when we get back. We're, we're up against a break. I want to make sure we, get, we can talk to you this about. But this will be the fourth case that we know involving open carry. And once again, the open carrier came out on top. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Is it time to buy an AR rifle? If you're buying an AR rifle in Central Florida, get the highest quality for the best price when you buy direct from the manufacturer. That's what you get when you buy an arms room AR rifle or AR pistol. Made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to have their lives depend on the rifle in their hands. The arms room AR rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Now's the time to shop the arms room today and get great prices on everything in stock. Check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, arms room AR rifles and AR pistols. The arms room is a full service gun store and always has new and pre-owned guns on sale as well as the largest selection of Liberty safes in Central Florida. The arms room on East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway in beautiful downtown Bithlow. Open Monday through Saturday 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. or always open online at armsroom.com Get your arms room AR rifle or AR pistol today. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. 
Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Hey, you know, you just heard our boys from GunTech out there. They're actually uh, located out in Arizona. Uh, and and I made a mistake. I made a mistake on the last story. As the Fonz would say, I was ro ro. I was ro. You you were given some. I was not. I was not. You correct. were given you, some you were wrong erroneous. information. Yes. <laughs> the uh, this was in, uh, the the incident we were talking about was in Arizona. It was not in uh, in Texas. Was there was story. an incident in Texas, but not this incident. Yeah, that was that was one involving a, a concealed weapon holder that we were gonna we had. Yeah, in and the, she in shot the, him, and he's alive, been right. life flighted. The one in Arizona, uh, he he got the Darwin Award. He did. He did. Uh, Carol Ann Miracle. That was her name. Miracle. Carol Ann Miracle was uneasy returning to the Circle K near 58th Avenue and Camelback Road in Glendale on Friday. Five days ago, she shot a man she says was robbing her at gunpoint. Kevin, we know right where this is. We've stayed there. We were after the Arizona Citizens Defense Defense League for their annual conference. We stayed right there on Camelback Road at the Hyatt. Uh, So we've we've probably been here. Five days ago, she shot a man she says was robbing her at gunpoint. The man, 27-year-old Frank Taylor... He died from the gunshot to his stomach. Now, he listed I, a gunshot to the stomach. There's no picnic. Yeah, well, it was a 40 caliber Glock 22 <laughs> that she shot her with. He, she shot him with. But keep in mind, he picked her out because yeah. he thought she'd be an easy victim. 4'11". 4'11". Yep. 85 pounds. Yep. I he feel, thought she'd be easy prey. She said, the 23-year-old said, I feel bad. I had to protect me and my family. It was it was his life or mine. That's it. You know, listen, that's what it comes down to. That's why you carry. We tell people all the time when we go to these training classes, uh, Earl can back me up on this, Kevin knows this, if you're not prepared to use the deadly force to protect yourself, leave it home. Leave, don't, you, don't bring the gun out there because you're just yeah. going to facilitate the bad guy taking it and using it against you or someone else. You know, I, get, get a bat or a dog if you can't. If you I, know you can't pull the trigger, get a bat or a dog. I, I've had a client that said that she would rather help her child go through counseling to get past the effects of having been raped than to use deadly force to protect her child for being raped. And guess what? She isn't anymore. In custody of that child. My client. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, you got to have principles. You got to be able to sleep at night. Sure. I, Miracle says, this is the girl's name. Miracle says uh, early Monday morning, she was approached by the gentleman first asking for a cigarette and a lighter. By the way, you're in a gas station parking lot and you're anywhere else and somebody uh, comes up to you and they yeah. do the, uh-uh. hey, do you have the time? Hey, do you have a cigarette I can borrow? For you hey, do you have a lot. dollar for gas I could use? That's the distraction technique, folks. Don't fall for it. Don't 
don't do it. it. It gets me when I'm with people in the, uh, we'll get people to come up and go, Hey, can I, can I borrow a dollar? Can I get a dollar? Just listen, as soon as you put your hand in your pocket and you start looking down, that's their opening. Yeah. That's the, that's the distract and distraction technique. I'm not saying don't give anything to help people in, 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 uh, in danger or in dire straits, but just know that's the distraction technique. Yep. Something like that. I, I become a complete raging jerk. <laughs> Uh, get yeah. away from me. Yeah, no, get back. a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 it's that. But just, and you stink. You know, <laughs> no, I'm just. You know, I never say that to anybody. You know, hand, hand up. You know, simply, you know, yeah. something stereotypical that, you know, our our listeners in Radio Land can envision the gestures I'm making of, you know, picture a traffic cop standing out there in the middle of the intersection with his hand up, stopping traffic. Yep. That's the pose I'm taking. Yeah. And yeah. that's something that I've I've learned in my training. If if the intentions are innocent, that simple gesture will stop them. If their intentions are not innocent and they ignore that gesture, that's the key that I realize, okay, the intentions are not innocent. Right. Time to step up reaction. Absolutely. That's it. She says she was approached by him and he said, uh, distraction technique. Can I have a cigarette or, or a lighter, whatever, whatever it was. Moments later, she says he put a gun to her throat. Now again, I want Kevin give you the, the part of the description here. She's four foot eleven. She weighs eighty five pounds. She's wearing uh, black pants. She's got on this black external holster. It's outside the waistband carry, and she's carrying a black firearm. It's the evening hours or early morning, I guess. So it's it's dark out. Mm-hmm. She may have she. She may have had it just been angled in such a way where he didn't see it. You know, it looks like black on the black, and then she's wearing a you know she's wearing a different color shirt. So don't know, don't know what happens. Don't don't know, don't know what happens. Um. So she pulls her gun. She's got a gun to her throat. Okay. You know he's 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 got a hold of her. He's grabbed her. She's got a gun. He's got a gun gun to her throat. He's focusing on her. Her face, her her head, her eyes, whatever right, you know. He's right. talking to her. As he does that, <laughs> she slides her hair, hand down to the holster, gives it gives it a gentle rock, like you like you train for you know for a for that immediate threat, mm-hmm. you know the close quarters threat. Mm-hmm. You don't bring it up, you don't raise it, you bring it out of the holster, you rock it back. She she feels she's looking at him. She's not giving it away. She doesn't look down. She takes that gun, rotates it back, knows she's got it pointed at somewhere in center mass, pulls the trigger. And all I could say is that the look on his face was was probably what what just happened. Mm-hmm. This four foot eleven girl and she she dropped her soda she, she, yeah. as a distraction. Yep. And, <clears throat> and that was just enough. Yeah, exactly right. Just just enough. Uh, she she was terrified. She's absolutely terrified. She's got this gun to her throat. Uh, she but she, but she shot him. She pulled her gun and she was able to uh, diseng- disengage from him after after putting one into the target. Uh, she called 911, and on the recording, she could be heard describing the shooting, then asking, uh, "Am I going to jail for defend myself?" Now, first of all, Kevin, we got to get her into your class, you know, so she knows yep. what to say after yeah. the shooting. No kidding. Uh, but, but she was scared. That's what you say when you're scared. Nobody's, oh, yeah. you know, you, you haven't had the, that training class. This is why we take training exactly. because if we just guess at it, you know, we we don't have the experience and the knowledge of other people to help us through it. Uh, she says she hasn't stopped thinking. About possible charges, uh, and I listen. I'm listening. To this Kevin, you're a, you're you're an attorney. She gets a gun to her throat, and the, uh, that that's yeah. If that state attorney wants to pursue that, um, I think I'm gonna have to go get my Arizona license. Yeah, yeah, 
just yeah. you know pro hoc vice for a couple of weeks and right. take care of him or her or them but but just being realistic, there is going to be a legal process she's going to have to Oh, sure, through. sure. You know yeah, what? And they'll have to rule justifiable homicide, right, yes. Right. So. I, I think the coroner is probably going to make that determination. The medical examiner <laughs> usually usually was going to, you know, you might even find that that would be listed as a suicide. <laughs> yeah. uh, because but By stupidity? Yeah. yeah that's you, you, you created a circumstance and a series of events precipitated by your own actions that resulted in your death. That's the definition of suicide. Yeah. You killed yourself. <laughs> it's true. Uh, the Glendale police are investigating it, and they'll send the case to the Maricopa County Attorney's Office for a review. She's in Maricopa County? Yeah. Yeah, yes. she's not getting charged. Oh, she's Sheriff Joe? Yeah, yeah, Sheriff yeah. Joe's going to give her a medal yeah, and make her, uh, make yeah, her an honor. She's going to get a plaque. Yeah. She's going to get a plaque. Uh, she says uh, that her father, a Marine, taught her how to handle her handgun. And again, this is this is this is what you do, guys. Uh, or, or, or ladies, this is how you make sure your children know how to defend themselves. You make sure they understand firearm safety at a, young, at a young age. And then as they get older and as they mature, you, you teach them about self-defense. And then you teach them about these kind of incidents, whether they have to make that choice or not, whether they want to be able to defend themselves from having a gun to your throat. Because let me tell you what the defense is to having a gun to your throat. Another gun, okay? <laughs> yep. You, 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 can, you can have a knife. But guess what's going to happen when you, you bring your arm up and you flail and you get the knife? This guy's got a gun, so this is this is it's gun versus gun, and this is why uh, this is why our forefathers wanted you to be able to have the same type of weaponry that either the government could have for tyrannical purposes or the people you were defending yourself against in self-defense. Because listen, you you can't defend against bullets with a bat. Not even Barry Bonds and his bat speed could do it with the certain enhancers. So he, you know, he can't, he can't shoot guns. Chemically in, induced bat. Yeah, ex- yeah. Well, it was, listen, it was, it was the cream. I thought it was just a lotion. I didn't it, know. It, but was, it was on the bat. I didn't know it had steroids. It was it. on the bat. Yeah, that was the problem that the steroids or the bat had steroids. It, it, it's not the, it's not the person that using them. It was the bat's fault. Yeah. She'd been to the shooting range twice. Third time shooting the gun was with him. Uh, she said she fears retaliation from the, the, the suspect's family. And so she's gonna, you know, make sure her family is safe. She's gonna, she's gonna take some measures, you know, move them, get some security cameras. And she's, uh, she's still thanking God that she's here for her daughter. Again, what did we just talk about? You know, to be able to defend yourself and your family. Uh, she just, she just feels bad that she had to, that he put her in a position where she had to defend herself. You know, there's no sorrow for him getting shot. This would be, you know, listen, you're, you're humans. Oh, I'm, listen, I'm sorry I had to do this. I'm sorry now I have to go through the nonsense that you put me through. But if I had to defend my life again versus some, you know, some corny interviews or some, you know, interview with the state attorney's office. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, she gave some, some interviews to, to the news. I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I would not recommend anyone do that until and after you've gotten the notice of no intent to prosecute. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast-to-coast with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, we were talking to you last uh, last segment, last uh, last couple minutes here, about the young woman in Glendale, Arizona. She was she was accosted. She was she was attempted to rob the guy. The bad guy used a uh, distraction technique. Hey, could I get a smoking cigarette? You know, it's it evening hours. She's carrying she's carrying an open carry firearm, legally carrying an open carry firearm out there and in a soda. Arizona. Yes, and she has a soda in her hand. She's also four foot eleven and eighty five pounds. So she's she's a little girl. She's mm-hmm. a tiny little thing. So she, you know, understands her threat. Her father trained her when she's growing up. Father of the Marine. These are what firearms are. This is how to defend yourself. It's your choice if you want to. She made the choice too. She's a mother. She, yes, she's also a mother. Uh, she's, she made the choice to defend herself and her family. Earl, you found something else on a different source that we missed in, in the story I was reading. Yes, yes. Uh, one of the things, too, that she also mentioned that in she, she simply had been playing the what-if game. 
So the instant this happened, she already had a plan and something she did as simple as she dropped the soda in her hand. That was a slight diversionary tactic against her attacker, giving her the time to pull her own firearm and then something else where she did the what if game and she did it quickly. She, yeah. in, in her statement, again, because of all the adrenaline pumping and everything, it could have been a little bit different, but she mentioned she pulled her, pulled her pistol and then cocked it. So she's carrying with an empty chamber. She's, yeah. she's carrying Israeli. Yes. Yes. Israeli. So well, she or the, she's carrying a revolver and she cocked the revolver. No, but it, it, the pictures are a model 22. Glock. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah so, so, so yeah, she's so carrying she, Israeli. She's and a, I know, I, you know, I've carried Israeli for a decade. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's define what is, what does carrying Israeli mean? It, what does that mean, Kevin? If it were a 1911, it'd be condition three, hammer down, no round in the chamber. And then uh, with a semi-automatic so that when you draw it, you've got to pull the slide to the rear, release the slide, chambering around, and then the firearms in battery. Now, if you train for that, you can train to carry condition three. That can be done awfully quickly. I'll tell you what. But it you takes could, two hands. You could be standing there. You could be standing there right now with your firearm, uh, and it's in, you know, ready to go. It's locked and loaded. And in Israeli, that trains, this, you know, the the, uh, the Israeli military or the Mossad that trains like this, or even the the police, they carry these guns like this all day. All day. Right. This is how they carry it in Israel. Uh, that they can pull that thing out and have it cocked before you would even have it pulled out. They just, it's just something because it's so instinctive, and they've trained that way their entire life. That they're able to get that uh, get that drop on you before you can. They can get that gun Speaking loaded. Speaking of drop, they almost always drop to a knee. Yes, they do. That was something the Israelis learned from uh, having to do all the uh, shootings at bus stations and airports. Right. When you drop to a knee, then as the as the projectile passes through your target, it goes up into the air, and there's less likelihood of striking someone behind your target. Less, less collateral damage. Yeah, right. less collateral damage, and it reduces your silhouette by by almost half. So well, they have they have it less does of a mine. target. I don't know about you. They have less of a target to uh, to deal <laughs> well, with. Well, Kevin, yours it reduces by maybe. I'm, it's a, a hobbit. Quarter, you know, I'm, quarter, I'm, I'm hard to hit as it is. <laughs> I'm four foot eleven and eighty five pounds. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh-huh, yeah, that's uh-huh. exactly what you are in the, the left leg. The the, yeah. the whole thing, this story, all aspects of it, really hammer home something that you've mentioned in the past, Mike. Action beats reaction. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. You've got, always got to play the what if game. This, you know, this I have is, a this feeling. Is the perfect scenario. You come out of this convenience store on the way to the back to your car, going to pump gas or having already done it, decide to go in and get a soda. What, if somebody pops out behind the, the pump next to my car, what am I going to do? And that's exactly if, what the what if game is. And, yep, and, and, you exactly. know, it's what if this happens? What if that happens? And you go through a lot of weird scenarios in your head. And sometimes you miss what the guy next to you is talking about because you're playing the <laughs> what if game. And you got to go, I'm sorry, what? What'd you say? Uh, yeah, but what, what, but keep... what, what if takes away. The reaction. What mm-hmm. if? Cuts your reaction mm-hmm. speed down because now it's not, what do I do? It's, well, the, I'm in scenario 37. It, you know, that's exactly. what I do. Yeah. Exactly. Rule 12. Yeah, yeah. I, the thing that about dropping the soda reminds me of Snake Plissken. He throws the can <laughs> in the air. I've All already right, We're going to shoot that. each yep. other. We're going to draw and have a gunfight. These are Tijuana rules. I'm going to throw this, or Bangkok rules. I'm going to throw the can in the air. When it hits the ground, we draw. He throws the can in the air, and they all watch it go up, and he shoots all three of them. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. That, that's exactly what she did. Uh, yep. Louis Lamore wrote about that in some of his books. He, One of his gunfighter characters would light a match and says, when this match goes down, we draw. And he, they'd be watching the match, and while they're watching the match, he'd shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's he's holding the match in his left hand. That's right. And he draws with his right hand. You know, they're watching that match like a hawk. <laughs> you know, don't watch the hand. It's not the hand you're watching that's going to hit you. It's the hand you're not watching that's going to uh-huh, hit you. Uh-huh. Now, now, Kevin, let me ask you this: Car- Carol Miracle. That's that's the woman who defended herself out there, and the suspect died. Uh, she was a bit of a chatty Kathy with the uh, with the news and with the newspapers. It, it, it and... does appear she was. Now, given the totality of the circumstances, her her the clear one sidedness of this event, uh, the fact that there's video from this, you know, there's surveillance videos. Yeah. Um, I think that that giving those ta- facts, she's probably all right with what she did. Right. But normally, um. I wouldn't suggest making statements to the media uh, until you have had the opportunity to address it with counsel. She may have. This may have been um, something that she discussed with an attorney before she made the statement, or she may have played the what-if game way before this and sat down and had a conversation, and this was not necessarily prepared, but was anticipated as the method by which, because when she played the what if game about how would I draw and defend myself, she also played the what if game about what I should say, what I shouldn't say under different sets of circumstances. Right. Uh, That like, you don't always call 911 first. Right. You, you, sometimes you call your lawyer first. Yeah. Um, you, you, do you render first aid? Do you not render first aid? Depends on the circumstances. Can you render first aid safely? Um, do you leave that person, in your home wounded and go outside to meet law enforcement. So law enforcement's not worried when in fact you have other people in your household that and this person's not dead. Yeah. They're just hurt. Um, do you safe your weapon and wait for law enforcement to arrive? Not realizing that this person's not alone or their family or their friends show up in the parking lot and want to, you know, exact some revenge for you defending yourself. These are the other parts of the what if game you need to play. What are you going to say? And who are you going to say it to? Because remember, when you make that call to 911, that's your first opportunity to put your record in place. And people don't, as a matter of standard conduct, don't report to law enforcement in a 911 call the things that happen in chronological order. They report them in the order of the importance to the person making the call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. these are the things you have to do if you make the 911 call. Tell them your name. Tell them where you are. Describe yourself as the victim because they will ask you, please describe the victim. Hi, I'm Mrs. Carroll. I'm the victim of a robbery. Right. Don't describe the person on the ground because they're laying there with a gunshot wound doing a really good impression of a victim. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't always describe yourself as a victim and and be specific. You know, as much as I'm four foot 11 away, 85 pounds, I'm wearing black pants, black shirt, and I have a Glock in my hand. Yeah. You know, law enforcement shows up. Once law enforcement's there, expect to get disarmed and handcuffed. Don't panic about that. Tell them, I called you. Hold up your cell phone. Right. Try to get their attention. Let them know that it's you. Once you've done that, tell them that you'll press charges. They want to know that. Tell them that you'll be more than happy to give them a statement. After you've been medically cleared and spoken to your attorney, that's invoking your right to counsel, and they should stop asking you questions. If they keep asking you questions, look at them and ask them, what part of the word a lawyer did you not understand? (laughs) Okay? I told you I'd give you a statement as soon as I was medically cleared. I want to go to the hospital now. Don't tell 
the hospital any details because they'll report that to law enforcement or law enforcement will over will listen in on that conversation. You want to be honest with your doctor about what happened to you, but don't go into how you feel or what you thought. Remember that you're going to be talking in a very excited state of, of being and you want to calm down, collect your thoughts, review that progression of events and learn to tell that story in chronological order. There you go. That's it. We've, I don't know how many times Kevin's told it to you. We just have the opportunity to do it again. Be calm. And it's it's rough rough situation. That's Be why calm. You, you've got to rehearse it. Yeah, you've, you've got to you know what if. I've, exactly I've, right. I've actually said you need to write it on a three by five card. Some state attorneys have said that is a premeditation. If if you get prosecuted for giving that speech to a state attorney after having defended yourself in your home against a home invader, you call me, you're going to get a special rate. Thank you for listening to the first hour. We're coming back next hour. We've got a whole bunch more to give you. Lieutenant Bill's going to be with us. And please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember to keep your head on swivel. the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Hey, on my right, as usual, is my. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, by the way. Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. And on my right is my right hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Doctor Corporate, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Good to no, be back. Good to be back. Thank you, thank you, sir. And on my left is the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Mister Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Kevin, I'm just glancing over uh, to you on my left here, and I notice you have a bar stamp on your hand. Were you were you out before the show? You know, I was in your pregame I, on. I, or? I was out at a show. Oh well, all right, okay. It, it's it's where I was promoting the. I was I was I was sorry. He wants me to put it up in front of the camera. That's my <laughs> bar stamp. 
Uh, it was uh, I was going by to check on our table for Arms Room Radio's machine gun shoot. Machine gun shoot. Yes. We got a machine gun shoot coming up. <laughs> for someone who didn't give me a prompt about that, I segued nicely. Saturday, September 3rd, it's in Titusville, Florida at the Titusville Rifle and Pistol Club. I guess the, the mailing address is actually MIMS, which is on the, the north end of Titusville. Saturday, September 3rd, as FloridaMachineGunshoot.com. Check it out there, FloridaMachineGunshoot.com. M1, M1 carbines, M250 uh, cal, mod deuces, M4s, M16s, M60s, M240 Bravos, M249s, Uzi, MP5s, PKMs, Sten guns, MAC-10s, MAC-11s, uh, Model 1919, AK-47, VZ-58s. The CMR30, the the RDB, uh, bring in the Gustav, the the Carl Gustav. Well, you know what we forgot? I forgot to tell everybody. What's that? We got an M203 grenade launcher with practice rounds. Woo! Yeah, we got a grenade launcher, folks. Thump, nice. Thump. There's going to be a grenade gun, launcher baby. there. Thumper guns. Uh, and then, of course, we have the we're going to have silencer hour at some point out there. I think probably. Shh. Somewhere around 2.30, we're going to have the silencer hour. I think that's what we're going quiet for. Time. Yeah, that's we're gonna, that's we're, normally siesta time, right? Yeah, exactly. We're going exactly right. to need siesta time, quiet time by that time because <laughs> we're going to be vibrating by then. And, uh, you know, the, the, the plan time is somewhere, to, you know, six, six-ish, seven-ish. We'll run till until we... Uh, till we uh, or until we run out of ammo. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Which well, is usually the way we, we handle the shoots is... Yeah, pretty much. Has anybody got anything left? Yeah, Just my carry stuff. <laughs> okay, we can't shoot that. No, no, we can't shoot that. Lots of ammo, lots and lots of ammo. We've we uh we've been going over going overboard. We got we got we got a five ton full of ammo. We got guess how much a five ton holds? Uh, more than five tons. Five tons. Five tons. Yeah. Right yeah. One of bad. Tons. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, every, listen. Every engineer builds in twenty percent, uh, you know, allowance. Yeah. To, except to make... for a five ton, because I've seen five ton and a deuce and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I think I actually drove the forklift when I put it in there. Yeah. The. Uh, so the, the, the event's going to be great. Check us out, FloridaMachineGunShoot.com. It's FloridaMachineGunShoot.com. You can also see what's going on at the Facebook page for it, which is Facebook.com slash FloridaMachineGunShoot. Yep. Spell it all out. No spaces. Florida Machine Gun Shoot. Uh, Errol, how can the good peoples out there in radio listener land get a hold of us here at Arms Room Radio? We have several ways. They can give us a call here directly into the Caltech Studios, 855-545-1025. That's 855-545-1025. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can also uh, get a, get a good uh, behind-the-scenes view of uh, all the uh, different posters you have of the Florida Machine Gun Shoot, and they can watch how animated you get while you're talking. Can, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. I you don't get, get animated when I talk. You got part Italian. Handcuff you. You can't say anything. <laughs> uh, uh, they can send us a tweet on Twitter, at Arms Room Radio. They can also send us a text. Just text to 23680, and I can read your comments. We won't be able to reply on the text, but we can talk about it. Actually, with the with the tweeters this week, I was surprised I was not suspended again. I, Woohoo! I, I That's actually, two weeks uh, in a row, isn't it? I know it is. It is. Wow. Uh, I was talking back and forth with uh, EWR Hawkins. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I was talking back and forth with EWR and uh, with our friends over at uh, Florida Carry. We're okay. having some, having some conversations. Uh, no, this was the Florida Carry folks. You're talking to the Florida Carry. Yeah, Florida Carry. We're having, we're having a com- some conversations. I thought because you, you, you were talking to Hawkins at the Georgia Carry Convention. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I see where you made that connection. It was wrong, but I see where you made that connection. Uh, you didn't ooh. include me in the call, so. Well, it was a, it was a tweet. It was a tweet. Yeah, you could have you tweeted me in. 
Next, remember, put it on the calendar. Just tweet, do a three-way. Uh-huh. Tweet Kevin in. Listen, if you're going to do a three-way, you got to get me good and drunk first. That's all I'm Ooh, saying. Ooh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, you can't tweet drunk. That's how you get in trouble. Yeah, 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 exactly. Don't um, tweet drunk. Don't tweet drunk. Yeah, that's they have an app for that now. It's a, it's a. are, are you too drunk to call or tweet tech, or app? It gives you a couple of quick so tests. So you don't drunk dial the next. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you check that first, and then or you know. Or a current yeah. that will become an X if you drunk yeah, dial them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. So join us out at the machine gun shoot. It's gonna be gonna be a blast. We're gonna have a good time. Lots of friends of the program. Lots of lots of uh, lots of good fun to be had. Uh, it's gonna be very safe. You're gonna have to take a range safety brief just to just to come on the range. Yep. You, you know, just just you, you pay you pay your your five dollar entry fee so you can come in and look at all the guns and and, and talk to the vendors and talk to, and, and you know eat some food. Oh, well, bar the the, uh, the food, southern food, style food barbecue. Trucks are gonna be there. Oh, we got I, I got this one guy coming. Southern oh, style oh, barbecue. Man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how country the food is. Oh, yeah? His name is Beamer. 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 Yeah, Beamer. <laughs> Beamer's gonna be there. He's got the barbecue. I was talking to him at one of the gun shows last week, and it's uh, it's ridiculous. Mm. So we're gonna have Beamer there doing up some 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 good old barbecue. But uh, you'll have to take a range safety brief, even if you're just coming on. You're coming on the range. Guess what? I know you're not on the line firing, but you're going to take a range safety brief. It's you know it's only going to be a couple of minutes long. It's not yeah, going to be a classroom. On the same but page. everybody's going to be everybody's going to know what's expected of them out here. And then what, if you what they're expected not to do. Yes, exactly. Then if you want to shoot a gun, you walk around and you see the guns you want to shoot, and you know, oh, I'm, you know what? I got to shoot the Maudus. I want to shoot the Maudus. Well, guess what? About every 15, 20 minutes on the Maudus range, there'll be a, there'll be a range specific weapon specific safety brief also. So you'll get. Uh, Every time you want to shoot a gun, you're going to get a couple of minutes of safety brief instruction. Then you'll get your, your little hands-on instruction from the, the range safety officer that's in charge of that firearm, that weapon, that gun. And then you will, then you'll, you'll have the opportunity to shoot. The pricing's all up on there. You can go to the website, floridamachinegunshoot.com. In fact, if you go on there before the third, you could get a discount. There's a, there's a, I think it's a 5% discount on all the ammo and on the pass to get in. So if you go to floridamachinegunshoot.com, you can get on there and get yourself a discount. It just all you, know, you get these links to buy here. Then you go to the shopping cart and you put it all together and you and you buy whatever you want. So, so it's 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 good. Kevin, you got something in your hand there? Like uh, you no, want to no, talk no, to no, him before no. the segment's over? No. Okay, all right. Um, Don't panic. Well, you just you know I know how you like to start talking when there's 18 seconds left. <laughs> it just it just throws <laughs> us off. We're all, we're all sitting here staring at the clock, going, "What's what's going on? What's he going to do?" Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait for the next handoff you need. Wait, yeah, just wait. That's, just wait. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. We'll do some of we'll do some of those. Uh so join us out there. It's coming up uh it's it's two weeks away. It's two weeks away. We're down to the fine tuna. We're down to the last bits of coordination. We are getting some incredible feedback on this, and uh, you know, we are we're gonna have some fun. Um hey, when we get back, we are going to talk to Lieutenant Bill. He's got an interesting topic for us. Until then, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. See you after the break. Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So, in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. 
See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. 
basically see some kind of music. Hey, guys, wake up. We're back on. <laughs> you guys can hear us? Yeah, we can hear you. We got you. nothing. We got nothing. Oh, technical <laughs> All right, difficulties. Well, uh, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Uh, we are we are we are here to uh, entertain you. We are here to provide you with information. So you, sorry about the meat hook content. So <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, so we have our caller on the line. We always talk to you this time of week. Let's. Please, oh, that's why the the mics didn't work. Let's please please welcome him back. Please welcome back Lieutenant Bill to the program. Lieutenant Bill, how are you doing today? Hey guys, how's it going today? Oh, it's going good. You know, we uh, we evidently uh, they caught uh, Kevin and I sleeping over here. You know, so, I was uh, awake. I just didn't realize that. They turned on the button. <laughs> <laughs> so, so who 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 knows? You know, we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, Lieutenant Bill, how is everything going? Everything going all right for you this week down there? Yeah, everything's good. I'm uh, out, uh, you know, doing a little uh, last minute uh, school shopping for my daughter, so I'm a little short on cash. So, yeah. if anybody needs any legal service there, I uh, encourage you to go to maxlarlander <laughs> uh, Wow! And, uh, check Cha-ching! Those guys out there. <laughs> Cha-ching! Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Hey, Bill, you and I this week we talked about a couple stories, and um, I think I left it up to you to pick which one or both uh, that uh, to go ahead and uh, to uh, to inform us on which which one do you have for us today? Well, you know, I, I, the the funny one that 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 kind of got me going was that our good friend Chief Kathy Lanier. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The DC police. We're not going to be able to make fun of her anymore with the D.C. Police Department because she is leaving. Well, you're right in one sense. We won't be able to make fun but, of her at the D.C. Police yeah, Department. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, where, where but, will we be making fun of her next? Yeah. As the chief of security for the National Football League. Yeah. Oh, my you, gosh. You know what I think is going to happen? I think the murder rate in the NFL is going to go up. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, but, you know. There's going to be people. Go ahead. So, so, you know, that's just kind of a – we'll see what's going to happen with that. So uh, I look forward to see what kind of shenanigans are going to go on in the NFL uh, with her at the helm of the security. But on a more serious note, uh, for our folks out there on the left coast, out on the west coast, uh, up there in Washington State, the city of Briar, Briar Police Department out there, I believe, in Sonomish County, uh recently fired uh, one of their officers, an officer, uh, Dan Anderson. Uh, He was fired for responding for a call of mutual aid uh, of an active shooter where three teenagers were shot and killed and a couple others were wounded, uh, where he left uh, his city and responded to the city of uh, Mocotillo, I believe it is, and assisted them in uh, providing first aid and apprehending uh, a shooter uh, out there. And he was fired uh, because he did that. Yeah, now this, this town of Briar, this town of Briar is a little, you know, little town, 6,000 people, you know, and on the night shift they may get, they may get one call. The, the entire yeah. night shift. You know, there's no, there's no reason to just leave and go anywhere you want to, but that's, that's you know, 6,000. He's the only officer working in that town at night. Correct. And, but anybody who is out there who has been a law enforcement officer, is a law enforcement officer, knows that, you know, in this type of scenario, 
you have an active shooter, you have another small town, and granted, this other town doesn't directly border his, but in that type of area where you have a lot of small municipalities, they don't have many officers on duty. They, they, a call goes out for mutual aid with an active shooter with a high-powered weapon. You're, you're going to respond. Yeah, he was, he, he, was, um, he was eight months into his employment here at the, the Briar Police Department. Now, and I bring that up because I want to tell you that he wasn't an eight-months experienced officer. He had no. just left. He just, he just retired from the Washington State Police after 25 years of service. Yeah. So he's not a brand-new cop. Right. Uh, and he was fired. And what the chief out there and the mayor recently just came out and said was that he was fired because of performance issues. So I dug into it a little bit. Uh, and what the mayor came out in his statement was that he had been having training issues. Uh, he had been having performance issues. but And that's why he was let go. Well, if he was having performance issues and training issues, why was he on solo patrol by himself on the night shift. That's exactly what I found what? here. You know, the, the mayor said that he and the mayor, in conjunction with the with the police chief, now that they've got uh, you know their their embarrassment in the news, said that he couldn't he didn't meet the standard. He had to go through his field training twice. First off, he's twenty five years with the Washington State Patrol. He's he's meeting the standard. All right, that's that's yeah. just all there is to it. You know, um, he's meeting the standard, and and they said he he's on. He had to go field through his field training. Twice, and he had yet to complete the second rotation through his field training, which says to me, uh, bunk. You, when you're on field training, you're sitting next to your training officer. You don't get a car. Yeah. And you go, listen, you're on field training, so just go out and be by yourself tonight and let me know how you do. That's not how it works. Right. Yeah. You, you write your, your, your DOR, your daily observation report, yeah. and you let me know how you do. It's, it's, and they, the, the news media out there went and they, they talked to a lot of the uh, citizens out there and they really didn't have a problem with it. And uh, they actually went into the police department one day, and the police department had a sign up in the window that said, uh, uh, we're, we're closed and we're only going to provide limited services uh, for the foreseeable future, which means uh, we're not going to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm this has it. been quite an embarrassment. I don't see how somebody with 25 years of service on the Washington uh, State Police, uh, which is an excellent law enforcement agency, and this guy isn't going to be able to basically complete his police training in a one-horse town. It doesn't make sense. Sounds to me like he's a perfect candidate for the new D.C. chief of police. Yeah, D.C., yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they have an opening. You know, this, this guy understands how guns work, so and, and that people have the right to guns. Um, so he can't be the D.C. chief. No, but this, um, this, this sounds like to me, you know, and again, we're, we're listening to it. We've done the best work we can do here looking into it. He had more experience than the chief did. He, uh, the mayor was not a fan of his, and at this point, the mayor was not a fan of his. Uh, and like you talked about, the people are coming out, uh, the people of this town of 6,000 are coming out in support of him, which probably you know, just lends towards the, the belief that this was a guy that uh, may not have been vying for the job of police chief, but, but was, was but definitely was a being, candidate. Was being courted for it. Yes, yeah. yes, by the community. Yeah. yeah. And, sure. Uh, and now it's, you know, this is just, Egg on the face of the mayor, egg on the face of the chief. It's showing their incompetence. Yeah. And now the two of them are coming together in, in you know, in in what their their yeah. joint statement, and they're using the excuse that he's on probation. Which, okay, you can be 
you can come in and, you know, I don't like the way your shirt looks today. You're fired. Yeah, that's that's what probation means, yeah. yeah. You know, th- this, this town is so small that the mayor's office and the police share the same building. Maybe this guy wants to do both jobs. <laughs> yeah, well, he it, it very well may be. Uh, when I was listening to the show earlier, uh, when you're talking about the shooting and, and uh, you're talking about the lady not, not making any statements. Right, right. Uh, as, as a police officer, I, I, I fully support that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, both as a union guy and as a former internal affairs guy, when we had officer-involved shootings, we had the same thing. Don't say anything to our officers. Uh, in fact, by a lot of union contracts and policies, they have three days to cycle down before they have to come in and give us a statement. Yeah, in fact, so, we, we tell them, get a good night's sleep. I don't care if this happened on the first thing in the morning on a day shift. You wait till tomorrow to give yeah. that to even think about giving a statement. Yeah, you you need, need the, the full night's sleep. You need one full rim cycle at least to put things back in chronological order. Yeah. And sometimes Absolutely. as many as three. Now, what I, I do want to point out as a law enforcement officer and, and having responded to shootings, when you're saying, Kevin, your advice of, of don't say anything. I mean, we responded not, to people... Not so much not say anything. Well, but, that's what a lot, That's what I want to get across, because a lot of people, we get there, and what's your name? And I get, it's, it's, uh, I get nothing. Yeah, yeah listen, folks. information we yeah. do need. Yeah, now, which, you, you want to identify yourself. You, you want to point out any evidence. You want to point out any witnesses and make sure that law enforcement knows those, because... They can evaporate. They can disappear. They can get blown away. They can get washed away. You be cooperative, Absolutely. but you don't give up the facts of the case until you have right. that time. Tell them who you are, everything that's gone on. Be cooperative, but don't be a, right. don't be a butthead about it. Hey, Bill, thank you for joining us again this week. We appreciate it every time you do this, and please be safe out there. kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home first time that we saw combat as a unit it was more surreal than anything you're under fire you're getting blown up there's definitely adrenaline there was the explosion and i remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs I had surgery after surgery and i was on a lot of pain medicine what's going to happen next and how long am i going to be here the wounded warrior project dropped off a backpack for me 
and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit WoundedWarriorProject.org. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I, I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Navy Hospitalman Chadwick T. Kenyon died August 20, 2006, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Kenyon, 20, of Tucson, Arizona, was assigned to the 3rd Light Armored Reconnaissance Battalion, 1st Marine Division, 1st Marine Expeditionary Force, 29 Palms, California. He died of injuries suffered when his vehicle was struck by an improvised explosive device while conducting combat operations against enemy forces in Rawa in the Anbar province of Iraq. Kenyon was a medical corpsman, medical corpsman assigned to the Marine Corps Combat Unit. Navy Hospital Corpsman Chadwick T. Kenyon, you are not forgotten.
If you'd like to reach me, you can call me on my office line, 407-480-2179. Or you can reach me on my cell, 407-467-4960. That number is available 24 hours a day. Or you can reach out to me on the website, maxlaworlando.com. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the event. Folks, uh, again, if you have anybody, any uh, any relatives uh, from the Revolutionary War up until, you know, conflicts going on today, uh, whether it's law enforcement, fire service, public service of any sort, where they've, uh, they've, they've been killed in action or died as a result of wounds received in action or died on duty, give us a call. We'd be honored. We'd be honored to, to do a Fallen Hero segment on them for you. So just, just let us know. Uh, uh, Earl can get you in touch with us. I think the easiest way to, to get us, though, is just go to armsroomradio.com, and you can figure yeah, it out from yeah. there. All, all of our contact info is yeah. listed there. Uh, Kevin, we alluded to earlier in the program, we were going to be talking about uh, doctors and when doctors ask to say things, uh, you know, they ask you things that you really shouldn't, shouldn't be expanding on or that they really have no, no right to, to be able to expand, uh, to ask you these questions. Uh, the one example that we always hear is the doctor asks, is there a gun in the home? Well, you know, unless perhaps you go in there and you say, hey, doc, I've been thinking about killing myself. I can't think of another instance where they, it's any of their business, whether there's a gun in the home or not. Uh, I'm thinking about killing you. Uh, yeah, but that's probably more of a. Okay, I'm dialing. That's, that's two now. Nine one one now. You know, and uh, but you know, but if you're asking questions along the lines of where's where's there is there a gun in a home? It better be. I've thought about killing myself. Right. But then your next question should be: Do you have a gun in the home? Do you have a? If you do, you have a hose attached to your car, or are you going to burn your house down? Did, did you fill the last prescription I gave you? Yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so these these are some questions when when doctors ask you uh, what to do, or the doctor doctor what you should do when a doctor asks you, do you have a gun in the home? And the answer should be: Why do you need to know? Yeah. Uh, the, and that's that's exactly right. I want to I want to I want to get into a Second Amendment debate with the, with the doctor. I'm sorry, because every once in a while, when you find a you know an educated person that still doesn't believe in guns, it's it's nice to be it's able a, to. It's a show training them. opportunity. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. I get sometimes the, it's not a learning opportunity. Yeah. But. Yes. Yep. The this article though, it goes on and it gives a it gives a, some very some very interesting point of view on this. You know, we've talked about it on here before when, when they say, do you have a gun in the home? My always the counter was, and the advice I've given before is ask him a very personal question. Uh, you, you know, make it, make it a very pointed personal question to him. Uh, you know, something about his, his intimacy or his life or his, you know, just not insulting, but if they say, do you have a gun in the home? You know, you ask them something along the lines of, uh, do you sleep naked? You know, he's going to give you the what? What does that have to do with anything? Well, the same thing your question has to do with anything. You know, yeah. you want to ask them something personal, yet not insulting, because you you really don't want to insult your doc, because they're the guys with the catheter, just so you know. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to mess with that. Uh, you know, so don't, don't do that. But according to this article, the proper response is, and I see the points that are being made here, the proper response to, do you have a gun in the home, is no. You know what he does then? He asks you the next question. Yeah, he goes yeah. on. Move he on. moves on. Move along. He moves yeah, on. You're, you're not under oath. You're yeah. under no obligation to tell him the answer to that question because it has nothing to do with your medical care. It is not a failure to be medically compliant with his treatment protocols that could cause you to lose your health insurance coverage for that particular visit. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is, you know, the and think about it, the only real way is, is no. If you do the, what does that have to do with anything? Or why are you asking me that? Or um, you mean yeah. me or in, in the house or it's mine? You do anything. You do anything like that, they, you guess what they know? Without answering the question, you're answering the question. Yeah, exactly well, right. You, but I, but see, if I ask you this question, Earl, mm-hmm. do you have a gun on your person? No. No. Because you know why? Because <laughs> you have two or three or yeah. four. <laughs> so, you know, you answer the question that you want to, not the one he necessarily asked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a deposition technique <laughs> it would cost many thousands of dollars for me to share with you if you were a client at this time <laughs> L- little lawyer ease you're filling this on yeah 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 so listen the answer when a doctor asks you is there a gun in the home is no unless of course you you're truly thinking about doing harm to yourself if you're thinking about doing harm to yourself Seek professional help. It, call the hotline. You know. You yes, know. Tell the yes. doctor. Always tell tell help. your friend. Tell your mailman. Do whatever. But you know, if if that's not the case, and you're asked, no, because but, it's like yeah. you know what happens. It goes on your permanent record. Yeah, I mean, you you go into the doctor's office because you woke up with a crick in your neck. Is there a gun in the house? Uh, no, doc. Uh, I I you know I yeah. can't see straight because my head's crooked. Yeah, yeah. The answer's not the answer's not. Now, there. if your doctor's asking. Hey, do you do you have any nine millimeter, one hundred and fifteen grains that you'd like to sell? No, doc. That, Actually, that, I prefer one twenty four grains. That, that's a that's a different. It, clearly, you've got a doctor that's interested in something else about firearms than than just no, no, they're all bad and they're a public health risk. It's more of a, can I buy some? Yeah, can, can, can I get some of them from you, doc? Can I get some? Of them I'm, I'm looking to get paid in bullets because <laughs> bullets are harder to get than cash right now. I, I had a, a doctor's appointment this week for, like Earl said, for a crick in my neck, and that's a locus. He, he did it's a one, locus of, in your yeah, one of the questions uh, I was asked was he didn't ask me the gun, didn't ask me if I had a gun in the home. I don't. I guess that wasn't on his, his criteria, but he wanted to know: uh, Are you getting enough sleep at night? And you know, like any of us that work, you know, three hundred hours a week, I, I said uh, I kind of giggled and went, "Sure, yeah, well, I'm getting, getting plenty of sleep." Uh, well, how many hours? How many hours of sleep do you get a night? Eh, five or six. Just, you know, it'd be nice to get them in a row every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, three here, two there. Yeah. What, what does that mean? That means I, I get up every morning at uh, between three and three thirty. Why? Because well, that's killing time. Yeah, that's that's ambush hour, doc. That's ambush hour. It's like, what? And it's a younger doctor. He's very professional. He knew his stuff, but, you know, there was this point it was, let's have some fun, <laughs> you know? Because he has no idea what you're talking about. No, no. I, you know, it's, it's, he was not a corpsman. No, he was not a corpsman. Uh, I said, it's ambush hour. You know, listen, after 20 years, uh, you know, getting up uh, between 3 and 3.30 to make sure, one, that you're not, there's nobody trying to kill you or your or your, or your crew, uh, or you're out uh, getting ready to do some killing, that that's when you get up. You know, it's just the same thing. Like we, we alluded to earlier, if you get up at 4.30 every morning to go to work for your whole life and then you retire, guess how late you're going to sleep? About 4.35 and your body's <laughs> going to go, we're late. You know, it's just going to be that way forever. So the... I tell them, listen, you know, we're, you get up to make sure you know nobody's trying to kill you, or make sure your your guys are ready to go kill other people. Uh, and and he had the look of absolute mortification. He had no idea, he? no idea what he's talking about. I said, Doc, you know, this is you know this is what the military does. I was in a front line unit. I wasn't in a support role. This is what we did. He goes, well, that's that's not normal. Well, Doc, what part of we get up to go killing was normal to you? You know, that's not it's not our job to be normal. You know, you don't ask yeah. normal people to go do these things. Uh, 
So we, we had that conversation. She's like, well, do you want to talk to somebody about it? And I'm like, Doc, I don't, I don't have PTSD, if that's what you're getting at. I don't wake up, you know, screaming or swinging a broomstick or, you know, you know, punching the cat or whatever is going on. I wake up and go, oh, jeez, you know, I'm, I'm not in the Army anymore. I need to stay asleep, you know. And let me check, let me check the doors and drink, I'll go back you know? to And that's it. It's, it's, it's just one of those. I, I really liked your response, though. Which one was that? What, what time? What do you do when you first get up in the morning? He said, I, I go to the bathroom. Okay, stop doing that. Yeah. Yes, yes, so Change do, your lifestyle. Do don't it. go pee first thing when you get You've up. You've been doing it forever. Now I want you to stop doing it. Yes. Yeah. You wait till nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it can't happen. No. It can't happen. So, uh, you know, we had we had a conversation. He said, "Do you want to talk to your primary care physician about it?" I said, "Well, that'd be great. He's a he's a military doc, so I'll tell him. Hey, doc, I get up at three. He's going to go. Oh, you too, huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> first time he sent me a text at two thirty in the morning, and he, and I answered, and he was, like, oh yeah, that's you're, the you're legit. That's the uh, joke, you know, uh, amongst amongst you know veterans that have served together overseas. We will say, well, all right, you have fun, you know, go go back home, but don't worry, I'll see you at three thirty, because we know we're all going to be up at that time. So." Uh, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. 
Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank hey, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Kevin. Yeah, just stepped right you. on you there. Yeah, I stepped right on. Didn't 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 see you there on the microphone. So we we were talking to you last segment. We were about guns and doctors, and then we went off onto a little bit of the PTSD with the doctor asking questions uh, there. So we wanted to come and kind of wrap it around, bring it back around again, and, and talk to you about guns and doctors again. We've we've well this is a this is a professor I think the John Hopkins. Well, the, he he's he probably is a PhD, but his position is that not only do certain individuals not belong not not shouldn't have firearms. Now he's saying that pretty much elderly folks shouldn't have fire. Anybody over the age of fifty is probably not a good idea for them to have a gun because they believe that they suffer from depression, frailty, dementia. Grandchildren, apparently grandchildren makes it dangerous for you to own a firearm. Uh, the risk of accidental shootings all go up because you're over 50. Uh, uh, I, I think everyone knows I'm well over 50. Uh, by, by, a, by, a, by, by you. A, Trey. About a century. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, really not shooting myself a lot, really. It's, <laughs> you know, been doing this a long time. Uh, knock wood. I haven't shot anybody in my house. I haven't shot any of my grandchildren and my great grandchildren and my great great grandchildren and my great 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 grandchildren. None of none of none of the of the Boone lineage that I may be but they they're all still <laughs> around. I not I'm not getting it. I'm not sure how that happens. They they don't say, no, no, uh, you know, we're gonna take your gun, Granny. Uh, but they don't say, you know what, we're gonna take your your painkillers and we're gonna take your anti inflammatories and we're gonna take all the other heart medications you're on, we're gonna take all those away from you. I, I don't get it. I, I, it's a, it's a false agenda. Yeah, this, uh, this, uh, this clown's name is uh, Dr. Shannon Frateroli. Dr. Shannon Frateroli, and he's uh, works at the John, John Hopkins uh, Bloomberg School of Public Health. <laughs> You've said it right there. That's all we need to know. Yeah, well, exactly right. Exactly right. That's that's clown college. I think right there is what yeah, that is. That's, pretty much. Uh, yeah, that's clown college. So. This guy who's been anti-gun forever, and he uh, he just found another way to to go after another class of society, another another section of society. And clearly, if they're over fifty years old, Kevin, like you said, they 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 don't know how to conduct firearm safety. And he so he wants to be he wants the government to be big brother. He wants government to listen. You have to prove to us, you have to prove to us that you can do this before we'll give you the gun or let you have the gun. Now, 
that would constitute a privilege. And, and age discrimination. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, but a privilege, something like, I don't know, you have to prove your competency before the government lets you do it. Like driver's license. Right. Your, uh, your, your, you know, your law dri- degree. Driving a car. Your, your, excuse me, your law degree, your, your bar certificate. Bar your, certificate. Uh, you, you would have to do all of those things. You have to prove your competency, but that's a privilege that you, you know, that's made available to you. Right. It, there's nothing in the Constitution of the States about getting to drive a car. Correct. There's no horse and buggy equivalent. Right. That says you are guaranteed. Now, you are free to travel the highways and byways of this country free mo- from molestation. Yes. Right. That's you hear that from sovereign citizens. That don't mean you get to drive without a license. Right. It means if you got to hush puppies, you can go pretty much anywhere you want to. Right. Right. There's no no border checkpoints. And then one of the reasons that was written is so there's like Europe had before uh, the EU went into effect over there. Well, the, the czars invented passports. Uh, cor- the Russians invented passports. Right, exactly. So this, this, this meant you didn't have to go from when you went from one state to another. You have to go through a checkpoint. You know, interstate and intrastate commerce were, were unrestricted and you could travel about freely. That's why the states are united. Exactly right, exactly right. So, so he, this, uh, this doctor, Dr. Shannon uh, Frateroli, of the Bloomberg School there at John Hopkins, you know, says, says exactly what Kevin was talking about, that... Uh, it's 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 too much. We we need to take them away from the elderly. We need to discriminate discriminate against them because of their age. We need to take them away because people could come into their house. They know they they know a lot of people. Look how long they've been alive. They know so many people that we've got to get rid of guns because that means a lot more people are coming to their home. And, and they could shoot someone because they're here to give them care. <laughs> yeah. And they shoot their caregivers because they don't realize they're a caregiver. Yeah, that's yeah, usually by you're in it. you're in a hospital by then. But he also thinks that holds the other end of the spectrum, too. You shouldn't be allowed to have a firearm if you're a student because a spirited classroom discussion will result in a murderous rampage. He doesn't even allow guns to be discussed. He just writes them down and puts the policy out. There's no discussion with him of this because if you discuss guns, you're going to incite somebody to kill you with a gun. Okay. I got to tell you something. I took a class when I was in college called the Middle East and... It had Israelis on one side and Palestinians on the other, and you there sat were in the middle, some, didn't you? No, I sat in the back of the room, right. <laughs> um, along the row with the uh, the native American-born students. Um, there were some very spirited discussions in that classroom, brother. Let me tell you something. They remember stuff from when the years were single digits. Okay, they don't forget anything. I never saw any gunfire. I saw some yelling, but when they left that classroom, nobody dropped an Uzi or pulled an FNL and started banging away at each other. Didn't happen. And I still don't think it does. I think that class is still probably still going on, and they still haven't had anybody kill each other for that. See, this is the problem what's going on in, in colleges right now. And I, it's, it's, I know it's a cycle. It's, it's a wave. It happens all the time. You know, we, we went from colleges during the, you know, the, the 60s and 70s being the hotbed of liberalism, and then guess what happened after that? And Reagan came in. This was the, this is the place you went if you wanted to rally the troops to go to war. And then we went back down again. And now we're, we're I got to think we're coming back on the top of this wave soon. But but right now universities are are these 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 horrible places to be if if you believe in your your own individual rights. Um, university here's another another story. University hosts safe space for students traumatized by the sight of police officers. Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland established a safe space uh, on campus for those students that found the police offensive. Did you did you hear that right? Did you hear that right? What? Uh, 
100, so only ununiformed police yeah, yeah. were appropriate. When hundreds of extra police officers were brought to Cleveland for the RNC, the school agreed to host the forces in the dormitories that they have. Extra space, you know, for dormitories they had. Well, the students lost a, launched a petition and an anonymous professor penned the angry article or angry, uh, his, 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 his solution. Uh, much of the fear surrounds the riot police. These are riot police that are going to be out there at the RNC. They, they referred to them as an imposing single entity in their petition and their position and on their possession of guns. These police, these riot police, they're going to have guns. These are like stormtroopers. These are stormtroopers. Yeah, you ever been sh- seen a stormtrooper shoot at somebody? Yeah, yeah. Safest place you can be is at the other end of that road. Yeah, that's true. They can't hit anything. This, uh, this university professor says that what he needs is he wants these police officers, they could stay on campus, that's fine, but their firearms have to be stored off campus. We can't have cops on the facility, on the, ca- the college with guns. That's just, then there'd be guns on campus. And you know what happens if you have guns on campus, Kevin? Yeah, uh, you're safer. <laughs> no, no. According to this professor, the guns when the cops go to sleep at night are going to come guns out of their creep se- out and start yeah, shooting the, people. The guns are going to come out of their secure locks. That the, the police officers, which have more safety on firearms than you and I, they they're going to take these guns are going to come out and shoot people. So he said that there should be a safe space for these students to go that have been traumatized by the sight of these officers with their firearms. So th- th- this is just this is ludicrous. This is the this is the this is the professor that when there's a fire on campus, you should go find this professor and take him to the fire and beat the fire out with the professor. That's 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 about the only <laughs> well, thing this that's professor Lanier's is good for. That's position with yes. what you do with a mass shooter, uh, you know, active shooter is you throw people in front of him until he runs out of yeah, ammo. Yeah, yeah. This this or, guy. If listen, if you're out of a, if you're out of traffic cones, put this guy out there. He could be a speed bump. This is this is the perfect kind of thing that this professor. Well, that's why it's would be good for. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he doesn't want somebody to go actually have a conversation with him, showing how stupid he is. Yeah, yeah. So they they have a couple of a couple of spaces. If you're at uh, listen, if you happen to be up at Case Western Reserve University and you see a police officer, well, there's a reason why they had available dorm space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you see a police officer and you're traumatized, feel free to go to one of the couple of safe spaces safe spaces they have for for law enforcement officers. Hey, Earl. Yeah. Um, do you remember our story about Kathleen Near? Yes. You remember the movie The Last Boy Scout? Yes. I'm waiting. <laughs> the opening scene? Yeah. Running back pulls the, the handgun when he's got to make the Listen, uh, touchdown? Now that she's in charge of the NFL, I have no doubt that the murder rate's going to go up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's just, it's the same gonna thing happen. that happened a lot, you know, at their last agency. Hey, just real quick, we had uh, Scott from Hotlanta call in. On hey, the, Scott. Uh, on the uh, text in. Hey, Scott, thanks for listening. You're listening to uh, Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech studio. Please remember, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you next week. Keep your head on the swivel. Tech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 